Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. That's all he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Hey everyone, Chris Hansen here of Hansen vs. Predators, and if you can't your predator, why don't you have a seat right over there and listen to Kyle and Brandon, our podcast. According to my chat logs, Kyle and Brandon have interesting guests. No, I hated it. Yeah. Everybody's sweaty, everybody's on drugs, so they're super sweaty but also touchy, and then they touch your face, then you leave there, and the next day you have pimples. Fantastic conversation. He's underground in a lab, floating in a tank of water, because he almost died. And most important, no predators. Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true. star hip hop. World star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club Podcast, now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me, and I'll sue. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, and this is a comedy variety talk show where I sit down with friends, comedians, and various guests and talk about life, usually while drinking, but not right now because I'm a sober sister for a little bit. But welcome back to the podcast and happy Valentine's Day to anyone who gives a shit about that holiday. Got an awesome episode coming your way today. This week, there's a lot of guests. I have four different guests this week on the same episode. It's a lot of voices, but I promise it's amazing. This week, I am collaborating with two of my friends, Alva Marie Sparkles and Adrian Gabriel, who's a returning guest of the podcast. They are currently producing a new comedy burlesque variety show that is happening on February 21st, and it is called Tongue and Cheek, and hopefully this won't be the only one, but they are producing an amazing show with comedians, burlesque dancers, drag queens and kings. There's also going to be magic. I mean, it's a true, true variety show. There's something for everybody in this show. So before I get to the episode, just wanted to let you guys know that that is taking place on Friday, February 21st, starting at 8.30 p.m. And you can get tickets in advance. General admission is $12.50, but they do also have a lot of group discounts on there as well. I'm going to link to the ticket information below because I highly recommend you come out. I'm probably going to be there helping out and um, it's going to be a really, really good show. So for this episode, I have Alva Marie and Adrian, as well as two of the other performers, and that is Tashina Latouche and Miss Shape. Two amazingly talented women. I mean, everyone on this episode is amazingly talented. So this is a big love fest of an episode for Valentine's Day. We talk a lot about performing, 
body confidence, burlesque. At one point, we talk about our definitions of love and things get fucking deep. So uh, it's a really good episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. And I hope you come out to the Tongue and Cheek show on February 21st. Now for my own plug. I've been plugging it for a couple weeks now, but the very next Friday after Tongue and Cheek is the first ever Intoxicated Live show featuring Travis Lindsay. Andrew Vaughn, Catherine Robertson, many other comedians. I'm working on nailing down a comedian to potentially interview during a live show, so stay tuned for that. There might be um, another name to add to the lineup. Um, Guys, I'm so excited for this. I'm so ridiculously nervous, though, that no one's going to show up. So please, dear God, if you're listening to this right now, if you're a regular listener, if you're in Halifax and you want to come out to support the show... Please get your tickets in advance because not only are they cheaper and it'll just serve you better in the long run to come and save the money, it will very much ease my anxiety that I have about this live show. Um, it's been a lot of my life for the past couple weeks uh, planning this show. It means a lot to me. So uh, I hope you guys come out to the Intoxicate Live Show. That is Friday, February 28th at Snigly Wiggly's in downtown Halifax. Show starts at 8.30. Doors open at 8. And tickets are $7 in advance. So they're fairly inexpensive. If you wait till the day of and you buy at the door, they're going to go up to 10. So buy in advance if you can. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, if you are a fan of the show, make sure you're following Intoxicated on social media. That is Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. You can send some love my way, especially on Valentine's Day because no one loves me. So, you know, um, this is something nice you could do for me on Valentine's Day. You can leave an Apple podcast rating or review. That always helps the show out. Make sure you are subscribed wherever you find podcasts, and you can also subscribe on YouTube. Uh, if you just search Intoxicated, you will find the channel. Lots of video episodes up on there to check out, so please subscribe on YouTube. You can also check out Patreon at patreon.com backslash intoxicated. Whew! So much to go over, but a lot's going on, guys. It's There's a lot of exciting things happening in Halifax, and being involved with shows is a lot of fucking fun. So I hope to see some of y'all out at these two awesome shows that are coming up. And be sure to listen to this whole episode because there is a discount code at some point in this to get a discount on the tongue-in-cheek tickets. So buckle in, grab some wine, grab some chocolate, and enjoy this episode with Alva Marie Sparkles, Adrian Gabriel, Miss Shapen, and Tashina Latush. All right. Oh, oh, I have something to talk about right off the top of the show. I think I witnessed my first public jerk off today. Oh! <laughs> Actually, I don't know for sure. The but jokes write themselves. Uh, it was, it was something else again. Um, we are here, guys. Welcome to the Intoxicated hey, hey. Podcast. Woo. Yay! Holy shit. We have a mega, mega yes. episode for you this Valentine's Day. You guys are in for it. I'm going to start by introducing kind of my co-host for this this episode. Alva Marie Sparkles is here. Uh-huh. First time on, on the podcast. I'm Welcome. so excited. And returning guest, Adrian Gabriel. Hi. She's back. So I didn't scare her off after her episode. So. No. <laughs> and I'm really excited because we're here today to talk about a show that you're doing with some awesome performers. Yes. So take it away. Who do we have here? All right. So we are running a show called Tongue and Cheek, which is a variety slash like comedy burlesque show. And we have invited some guests that are going to be on our show as well. So we do have Miss Shapin, who is an amazing burlesque and stage kitten. I saw her a few months ago and I was just blown away. 
away by how talented she was. She had a really elaborate costume. She did really, really well. And I was, <laughs> I wanted to go up to her and like ask her for her details so I could book her for a show at some point, but I didn't have anything at that point. So I thought it would be like kind of creepy to just like go up and be like, <laughs> I love your show. Can I have your contact details so that we can talk about a thing that doesn't exist yet, maybe? Yeah. Can I show you my etchings? <laughs> So I did um, something way less creepy, and I just stalked her months later on social media. That's how you do. That's how you do. Um, but I couldn't have been too bad because here she is. Here you are. I say if you see something, like, it's the same with podcast guests. Like, I see people I want all the time on the podcast. I'm just like, I'm just going to go for it. Because what's the worst? What's the worst that can happen when you ask someone to do something? They yeah. say no, and then you go cry all night. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> And that's what I did with our other guest we have here today, a fabulous burlesque performer, Tashina Latush. Aw, thanks, Dave. She is amazing. I've seen her perform many times, and I just love her, like, attitude on stage, and, um, like, she just brings a lot of... um, I love the body positivity that you exude. You know what I mean? It's you're very sexy and very oh, playful, very playful. And I just, I just was mesmerized every time I've seen you perform. So I'm really excited to have you on our show. I'm stoked for this show. I, I, I was telling you earlier, I don't quite have the numbers picked out yet because I've got so many. But I'm also an improv burlesque performer i don't do a lot of choreography because i forget and then i count and then it's terrible and i'm like nope so i'm just feel it because you are so fabulous i have general ideas of where things should happen at certain points and if those don't happen i make it work i am shocked because (laughs) when i've seen um tashina perform i'm like that is so like she's got it nailed like she's been practicing this forever (laughs) surprise yeah wow very polished well and I think it's because you just have that natural rhythm that you can just pick it up anywhere and just kind of roll with it like this mean yeah kind of like that (laughs) it's all about natural everything what how long have you both been doing burlesque I've been performing for just over two years I've been a burlesque enthusiast for a couple decades like and a fan of it and huge fan like alarming fan yeah really <laughs> enthusiastic fan like screaming in the crowd oh. and taking classes and i also stage kitten which for those who don't know is like fancy stage hand right yeah i pick up bras elegantly and place chairs and shake my butt at the audience but don't perform most of the time Ooh. run around backstage and make not sure a performance that in itself band-aids and bobby pins and that type of thing and yeah but performing has been just a little over two years now Oh, yeah. so you're fairly fresh. Fairly, yeah. fairly fresh. Can I just interrupt and say, did you see? Did you did you see me multitasking just then? I am working her mic and drinking. Oh, it's oh, amazing! It's amazing. <laughs> the two most important, and things. I thank you for it. Well, you're very welcome. Very, very, very important. <laughs> we should also mention um, that both these ladies um, do some drag. Um, so Miss Shapin is actually having her drag birth yes. coming up in March, and then you've been doing it for quite a while. So do you want to talk about that? I've actually only been doing it for just over a year. I just had my drag anniversary, if you will. Anniversary. Um, uh, my first show was the Drag Princes show that Rhett Slutler had put on last also in the show. January. Um, so that was that was my drag debut as Sunny Day. 
Sunny day. Oh, yeah. Okay, I have seen <laughs> photos of you. The thing with um, and I, we were talking about this a little bit off mic is oh. the thing with burlesque and drag is that because there's the alternate personas, I often don't realize it's the same person. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I have actually seen Sunny Day before. So good job. That's <laughs> insane. I look well, very different as a boy. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm fascinated. Holy smokes. I was actually thinking while getting ready for this episode about the process of getting ready for things and how everyone is so different with their process and how they get ready. Like some people are social people who get like some people like to invite their friends over to get ready together <laughs> and some people don't. I'm in the don't category. <laughs> I'm firmly in the don't category. I'm yeah. firmly in the don't. Like firmly I don't. I just think it's, like, such a, like, you gotta get in the zone and really focus. And I can imagine with, like, burlesque and drag, that's even, like, ten times more intense. Like, the getting ready. So, There's what's... There's a lot of makeup involved in both so drag much. and burlesque. and like So much. And as I'm... Because I am... um I'm still in utero for drag. My drag birth will be uh, late in March, March 20th. And um so, yeah, that will be my drag birth. Um and I'm so I'm still learning the drag makeup and it's intense. And I find it far more difficult than burlesque makeup mm-hmm. because you, there's a lot more you're changing the structure of your face yes. even more than you do. I mean, women's makeup changes the structure of your face, but to transform your face to look like a dude face, mm-hmm. which is what the drag that I do, like it's a little femi dude, but it's still like I'm carving angles in yes. that aren't there. Yeah. Right. So it's it takes longer. And you gotta blend that shit. Yes. Oh god, blending. For days. Oh god, blending. (laughs) That's why I like my crazy glitter. There's no blending. blending. It's just like, snip, this is all this color. (laughs) (laughs) This is all this color. Yeah. Just stamp it on. There's no Pretty much. Well, I've actually done some drag myself as well. Um, Yeah. Oh my god, I did not know this. Yeah. And the character I used to do, um, I had like a big poofy beard and I had like four different kinds of mascara, like a um, highlighter brush, like an eyebrow brush that I would use together to try to like create a beard effect. And that alone took me like an hour. (laughs) So yeah, like you're definitely very, very involved. (laughs) It is intense. So one other trick I used to do when I was doing drag, um, because one of my acting coaches has told me this at one point, that the way that men move is heavily influenced by what they got going down in their nethers. So I actually would fill a condom with water just a little bit, as if it was that's, like a soft, that's dedication. soft dick, I was like, and I would suck that in, my, in my undies, and it would like help me walk more like a man. Oh, definitely. I have, um, like, for my first number, um, in building the choreography for it, that was a suggestion that I heard as well, is you will walk completely differently when you have a big old package in the front. And mm-hmm. so I got one of the, like, the limpy packers that you can get down at Venus MP. Oh, like, nice. The, yeah. The big soft dick. And yeah, and I wear <laughs> that in my pants. packer. A limpy packer. Yeah. Packer, <laughs> false penis you wear, and limpy. It's just kind of flopping around. It's, it's a little not, sad. Yeah, it's not it's a little not depressed. not a big stiff dick. So it's just like, <laughs> it's definitely oh, not oh, around. Oh, that's a dick. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so I've been building the whole co- choreography with this like massive package in my Ooh. hand, and you walk completely differently. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, and it, it really well, informs how you move. Even mm-hmm. guys who have big big dicks, like they're not always rock hard walking around. So, I would hope but not. still, an, that's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> that, that's yeah, a medical condition. It was the testicles. So like, go check that out. Testicles there too. Like, and it, it's like bigger than usual testicles. Like, did you buy like the super size package? XXL. Yeah, that gorgeous petite frame with a great big dick. I'm loving it. She's a size queen. That's the dream. Yeah, who's size queens here? Just, just random hands. I do. I mean, yeah. I, I, mean <laughs> I do. I can't help it. Oh man, See, that's funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't care so much about size. I, I'm more about like the proportions. Proportion. And yeah, like as long as you're not a pencil or a cheese wheel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I actually have like a little side note about how you were saying like they're not rock hard all the time. So for years, when I was younger, the only oh, time I ever saw a penis <laughs> was when it was hard. Like that's the only yeah. time anybody would show me one. So for years, <laughs> I thought they were just like that all of the time. <laughs> Oh, my oh, that's hilarious. That is to be funny. young and naive again. <laughs> I know. When was that last year, Alva? Yeah, it sounds like two it. years ago, yeah, Adrian. I know. Give me I some know. Credit. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are the baby of the group, aren't you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. What are our like like what age ranges are we all in? I just turned thirty. Twenty nine plus baby. shipping and handling. You're twenty nine? No, I'm thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the shipping and handling. <laughs> I am uh, eternally 27. Oh. Um, I'm 42. And I am and very comfortable Foxy as fuck. Yeah, Jesus. I'm 42. Oh, my God. Heck yes. yes. Heck yes. Nice. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, and you're, and you're only just starting. Yes. You're yeah. only just starting life. That's you. amazing. That's, that's, a, there's so many, like, I've talked to, like, older women, like, in their, like, 50s, 60s, and they're like, I'm having more fun now than I ever have. Yep. Because I, I think you stop giving a fuck. I was yeah. just about to yeah. say that. I think when you hit your 50s and 60s, you don't care what other people think. Yeah, that's exactly what that's it is. That's why I started doing burlesque. Ooh. <clears throat> made that transition from being, like, I love burlesque. I love burlesque. I'm going to go to all the shows. But I could never do that. Right. And I hit a certain yourself. point in aging where I'm like, yes, I can. Fuck it. Yeah, like can I do say it. Fuck? Yeah, <gasps> can we <clears> say <throat> fuck? Adrian, you've yeah. been on my like, show. Was, you know that you can curse. <laughs> it was aging that really pushed me over the edge from like you know for because for a long time like just to get like you know a little serious for months. Yeah, I'm like with like body image issues. I'm like mm-hmm. I don't look the part. I don't look the part. I don't look the part. Mm-hmm. And as I looked less and less the part, that mattered less and less. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck it all. I am going to do this. I love this. I've always wanted to do it. And I've always stopped myself from doing it. Yeah. And getting older made me just go, it's not going to get any better. Right. <laughs> if I'm ever going to do it, let's do it now. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's and it's, awesome. Yeah, that's crazy that you're yeah. talking about body image issues. Because I was telling uh, Adrian, like, I'm in the worst time of my life for that currently. I despise my body. Like I'm in that boat too. Buys and it sucks because of timing because it's like this live show coming up and like I want to look really good and I want to have like like it's it's like an exciting time um and I should be stoked and I should be loving it and I hate it like hate it and it's and it's so shitty because you don't like I don't want to hate it yes yeah is the thing yeah 
I want to love it, but I just I just hate it so much. And well, I don't know and I don't know how to get out of that. Yeah. When you know? I see other women that have similar features to mine, which are the features that I hate, and they rock it. And I think they look beautiful. And it's like, why can't I do that with myself? Yes. You know what I mean? That, exactly it. that is why I love burlesque and mm. I love going to burlesque. And I act and I also love going to the beach. Um <laughs> because yes. I, I love <laughs> seeing people there who have bodies that aren't like that, you know, stereotypical, perfect body, but they are wearing a bikini and they don't care. That's me. They are just loving life or they're performing in a burlesque show and they go all the way down to like their little titty tassels and a sexy pair of underwear and they don't care. They are just rocking it. It makes me feel so good about my, like myself. I don't know if I'm, if that's the point, but it does. It makes me feel great. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if I could talk to that for point. Yes, please do. My stage name is Miss Shapen. Yeah. Chosen very deliberately. And when I made the decision, it's like, you know what? No, I am doing this. I chose that name because one of the other things other than being like 42 and having had a lot of kids is I have fairly pronounced scoliosis this rather severe curvature of the spine side to side um, as seen in your favorite hunchbacks that you may have seen like pre-transition Yennefer on The Witcher, Mm -hmm. Quasimodo. Mine's a little lower, but my spine looks really weird. I've got extra curves and a big hunchback down lower. And it was very deliberate to be like, you know what? No, I'm going to get naked on stage and show this. Yeah. My body right. is so yes. weird. And you never Can I hit see my body type ever. <laughs> yes. Growing up, I never saw bodies with scoliosis being sexy. Right. I never even saw bodies with scoliosis. Like a lot of times if you have a body deformity, you really hide it. Yeah. And right. I'm like, yeah. you know what? No. And not only am I going to show my body, I'm going to put it right in my fucking name. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. You're owning it. And even my drag name is going to be Twisted Mister. Right. also referencing the fact that my body is like weirdly shaped. Yeah. Representing so. all the different body types is so important. And I was so stoked the first time I got to see you actually perform and not just stage kitten. I was almost brought to tears because I'm like, Burlesque needs this. Right. Mm-hmm. Burlesque needs you. Well, the world needs that, I think. The world does. Absolutely. Because you're, you're giving people, you're giving other people who are facing similar challenges to you the chance to see that and go, oh, well, I can do that now. Yeah. Like, you're strong enough in yourself to be that for other people. Which is great. <laughs> Yeah, that's fantastic. I do believe she's she's getting the vapors. (laughs) More beer. I'm a crier too, by the way. Oh my God, me too. Are you crying? Don't start or I'll start. Yeah, I put on the waterproof. (laughs) Did you? I did not. Is it going to be that kind of show? Are we all going to be reduced to tears? I love five women in a room together. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Amen. So I did, that reminds me, I did an episode back when the Me Too movement came out. Um, where I had three of my girlfriends on and like, yeah, that was a doozy because oh we, we talked all about it and we talked about our experiences Jeez. and I still am like, I'm so glad I did that episode because it was very different from all my other episodes, but like, that's so important. It was a moment in time to look back and be like, we were all feeling that like so intensely and we mm-hmm. all had very different experiences, but we all came to the table and talked about it and it was, that's awesome. it was, uh. Pretty, pretty insane. That's amazing. Do you know what episode number that is? I need to look that one up. Yeah, I want to I watch that know. one too. Oh, sorry, Miss Shapen. I had to like. I think I'm just going to start listening to all of them. I don't mind talking into your crotch. It's oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> the visual on that is going to be great. Yeah. 
Get you in there. <laughs> yeah. No, I like getting deep. And I think with body image. <laughs> oh, I bet you Jesus do. Christ. I bet you do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have a technical question. Yes, not to, not- like, I'm totally changing the subject. Should I be looking there? You or can there? Look, you can look wherever you want. I can't stop looking at all. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like solely <laughs> focused on you, Miss Shaving, because you're so glittery and fabulous. Yeah. She looks so I fabulous. Should've, I should have put you in that couch so you're looking straight, but you yeah, can look, I, actually I, look I, wherever I, you I want. I just don't know where to look. I rarely look at the camera unless I like want to like subtly subtweet somebody and like stare at them. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. So you can look wherever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a huge, not a huge deal. <laughs> but yeah, body image issues are um, like they're so personal is the thing. And my thing is is. I once talked about this briefly, just because it's something that I went through in the past couple of days, is unsolicited advice about health. And oh. uh, I love that of you all grow because you get it. So, like, I posted that I, like, recently got a gym membership and I went to the gym for the first time in, like, years. And I get, like, bombarded. Bomb barded with advice about dieting and what workouts I should do and what gyms I should go to and like were they all men no a lot of them were women oh my this is the thing and and then my own mother commented being like well it doesn't really work if you want to lose weight you're gonna have to like eat better if you want to lose weight like thanks mom yeah I was just (laughs) it was just so I was just I was real pissed I was like can can we not just um immediately tear this apart yeah or maybe just like be like oh sweet you're making a healthy decision good for you that's awesome i'm so glad you're doing it rather than you should do this 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 and this like and like people sending me ridiculous things like like programs on cooking a like five healthy meals a week i'm like you don't know my life i have zero time for cooking zero it's literally the last thing I think about is, so, is cooking. I have a question. So in mm-hmm. your post, did you s- even say that you were going to the gym to try to lose weight? No. <laughs> I said I'm going to the gym and I made a joke being like, hold me accountable. Because like, you know, I you know might fuck off and not go. As as a plus size performer, I feel that so much. <sighs> um, <sighs> if... If people see me perform, if they even come at me with any sort of, oh, you should wear this because of your body type, I'd be like, boink, yeah. sit on that, please, and go yeah. away. Um, so true. Because they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. your body. It's how you feel you need to do whatever you need to do to yeah. feel good in the skin you're in. Yeah. And and people really got to fuck off. Yeah. Well, and there's people a lot of really got to fuck off. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons you might want to go to the gym. Like, I go to the gym sometimes for stress relief. Yeah. yeah. Like, you didn't even say you wanted to lose weight. I, actually, I, like, I go to pick up men. Honestly. Oh, you know you what? Would. You know I what? The only <laughs> that made me really happy when I walked in there and saw all the hotties. Yeah, I was turns like, on a man like a sweaty oh ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boob, that boob thing, that under boob sweat. Yeah, I I love that. I love it. (laughs) Call me. (laughs) I like, I just haven't moved my body in so long because I do this and I also work in an office. So, like, I'm constantly sitting at a computer and not actually moving my body. And, like, I actually like. like moving my, like, I like doing active things. I wouldn't say, like, sports or anything like that, but, like, the main reason I did it was to start moving again and get endorphins. And I also want to lose weight. I won't lie. But, like, that's not your place to tell me what to do. 
You still need to do it on your own terms. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just, it's just really pissed me off. And that's that was yesterday actually that it happened. Oh my god. And um, and uh, it was just very annoying. So I'm, I was curious because with burlesque and performing and stuff, a huge part of it is being connected to your body and being confident in your body. And like, are there ever times when you guys don't feel confident and you have to go out there and dance and perform? And like, how do you? Every single time. (laughs) Every single time. Every single time. I, I, I really hold space for both. It's like, I am doing this because I feel really, really strongly about different body types being represented in burlesque. And I also agonize about my own body and hate my own body a lot of the time. Mm. And also, I'm a mom to four daughters. Oh, wow. So I really also feel like, not that they watch all my burlesques. My oldest daughter is 20, so some of my big ones do. But my littlest one is seven. She doesn't see a lot of the shows. Um, Fair. But (laughs) I really feel like no matter if I hate my body or not, that's my own struggle. And I still am going to get out there. And show that all bodies are valid and all right. Can I do a little shameless plug? Just because we're talking about bodies, please shameless plug. Um, Myself uh, and two other burlesque boylesque performers are putting together a body show. (gasps) Everything fabulous from head to toe and everything in between. So we will be putting a uh, call out for all body types. If you are. in a wheelchair we want you if you have any issues with your body um that you even might personally feel is a detriment to yourself we want to make you feel better you don't have to perform just come to the show and see all these different fabulous performers body types um genders transgenders Mm. everything we want everything under the sun in this show because everybody is beautiful absolutely and we want we want to showcase that so that's going to be happening um we're looking at may 23rd okay Still looking for venues, so but on the brink of summer, sort of. Yes, yeah. and this um, is and what actually happens in the bot in this show. in this particular show, we're going to have uh, drag and burlesque specifically. Um, but um, it is like I said, it's a celebration of all bodies. So, Amazing. um, myself as a plus size performer, um, the lovely Miss Shapin is going to be performing oh, with us too. So I'm awesome. so so excited. Um, but all of the performers will either have to have. Um, something related to bodies in their name mm. and or in the song they choose. Okay. Oh. So if anybody wants to pitch Pancreas by Weird Al, <laughs> call me. <laughs> That's great. Love. Good for you guys. That's fantastic. Yeah, and good for you for doing it every time anyway, mm-hmm. even if you're having challenges right before you get up there. Like, Thank yeah, but you. comedians have, I think, like, I think any, like, I feel exactly how you feel, but in a different way, because right. I'm, I'm kind of bearing my soul on stage through my jokes, mm-hmm. and I am constantly, like, I feel like we're our own worst enemy, and you are gorgeous. I mean, like, I am, like... I can't stop staring at your bosom. <laughs> um, and it's not just the leopard print of the glitter. Not, I just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, you know, I, before I go up 
on stage, like the most horrible things are going through my head. Like, mm-hmm. really? Why are you doing this? You are horrible. You are not funny. Oh my God, that person before you is so funny. You're going to bomb. People are going to yeah. hate you. Mm. Like, those jokes are old. You need to get, have, why aren't you writing more new material? What is wrong with you? And it goes on and on and on. And yeah. I'm like, I had like this mini existential, <laughs> I can't even say a crisis when I was in Ottawa. I just did yuck yucks there. And I was just like, I was like, this is the worst. Why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you going up? Don't go up. You you can't go up. And then I was like, that's that's what I said to myself. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then I, you know what I mean? So is it like a a switch flips? Like, and you just go into, because what I wanted to ask is, do you guys believe in the phrase fake it till you make it? Yes. Yes. So if you are in that space, you're, you kind of go into a like, I'm now playing a role. Like, I'm an mm-hmm. actor, actor yes. in my own life. And well, I absolutely. That's even easier, perhaps, perhaps, for burlesque and drag performers than it is for someone who's a comedian right. who's going up and being themselves. Personal. It's yes. more personal. Whereas yeah. it's so yeah. clear. Like, you know, like, when I step on stage, I'm not my everyday person. Right. I even have a different name. You know, I'm wearing things I would never wear. I take yeah. off my clothes and shake my tits at strangers. Yes, <laughs> queen. Which we really appreciate. So it wasn't <laughs> you I saw at the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, well, like, if it was the bus stop theater, then yes. Like, yeah, not, yeah, not just <laughs> any old bus stop. Yeah. So, like, at least we have, like, a little more, like, degree of separation of, like, I can really go into what is clearly a different person. So it, you can really, like, I am faking everything. These aren't my real eyelashes. Right? <laughs> like, yes. Nothing is real about it other than this body, which you may be hating at the time, which you are then taking on stage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is that, like, you do have to really just fake it till you make it. And maybe there are some people who just walk around with that level of confidence all day, every day. But right. it's not me. I it's think even me. those people, like, aren't confident like i i truly think and in the three years of podcasting and talking to everybody i'm like there's not a goddamn person i've had on the show that isn't insecure about something yeah like we're all insecure about something it's just our perceptions of others are like different like we might perceive someone to be very confident queen like yes queen like but it's like they have their own insecurities like we're just not Mm -hmm. seeing them that well because they're doing such a good job at faking it Mm mm-hmm such a good job. Well, and for me, and I don't know if you guys feel this way as well, but the more nervous I am before I get on the stage, the better I feel when I get off of it. Like the Ooh. high that I get from doing well Ooh. is all that more intense the more nervous I am before I get That's on stage. Because like you did it and you conquered it. And like, yeah. And then you have a high afterwards yeah. kind of thing. You and then it's the okay, God, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I can put my clothes back on. <laughs> nah, fuck it. They've already There's seen me naked. So much adrenaline going when you're on stage, and if you are nervous, I can totally empathize with that. Like, there's this heightened level, of, like so much adrenaline, and then when you get off stage, you're relaxed. And for me, I almost go into like a little bit of like a dissociative state on yeah. stage, where it's like, oh wow, like I go on, I do the thing. That's why I'm not an improver. I choreograph everything right down to each moment, so that I can just go on and know that I'm doing it. And then sometimes I get off stage and I'm like. Did I did I do it? Did, did yeah. I do the thing? And I looked down I'm like, well, I'm naked. So, <laughs> so I must have performed my act successfully. I guess I did None a thing. None of my clothes are on. They're on the stage. So. Hey, wow. wait, there's tips in the jar? Yeah, Something went right. Yeah. That's crazy. That's why I have so much respect for strippers. 
Yeah. So much respect. Oh, yeah. Yes. So much respect. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Holy smokes. And I'm so sad there's no strippers here. Like, Me it too. breaks my freaking heart. It breaks heart. my heart. You might have some. Wait soon. a second. What do you call us? Oh, burlesque, burlesque dancers. <laughs> Honey, Our, that's glorified stripping. Yeah. Is it? A less well paid stripper. It mm. actually is. Wow. So less well paid. I don't really, like, you know, like, some people feel really strongly that stripping and burlesque are different, whether it's that you're looking down on strippers or. Or you're looking down in burlesquers and it's like, well, that's not as much work as what a stripper does. But for me, and this is just personal, other people's mileage may vary, but there's so <laughs> much interweaving and I, I take off my clothes in front of people right. yeah. in the hopes of money. And uh-huh. it's not, I don't. It's very yeah. that aside as like that's oh I don't do that. Right, that's not what I'm doing. The prep is so much different between your standard strippers and even standard burlesquers because there's different thoughts into your costuming. Yeah. Yes. Whereas strippers are generally going to start in less and do a lot more bumping and grinding and mm-hmm. um, pole work. Whereas this body don't do pole. Right. Because this body says that's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> but my brain says, Ooh, I could make this costume and I can make it come off very easily right um it's, but it starts yeah. out as i'm wearing 16 layers and look like i am a balloon one of those kids in the snowsuits yeah. <laughs> yes very much starship was that bird. christmas story or something the christmas story where they walk down the yeah. alley yeah. like that or something <laughs> they look like they're covered in like pillows. a winter show <laughs> where all the burleskers start that way yes yeah, that would be hilarious and then they gradually take off the layers yeah snow yes. super less yeah, i'm loving it snow super less yeah. Yeah, like, okay the planning movie. is in the works for next year then yeah. there we go i actually i think i might be Taking pole classes. Soon. <gasps> oh my god! I tried it. Did I you try tr- it? I tried it. I did a. I did two classes. It's hard. It was the hardest really thing hard. I've ever done, and I've worked out. Like I've played sports and worked out my entire life. Yeah. It was brutal. I, I mostly want to just do the eight weeks so I can get an Instagram video of me like doing some sort of cool move to give me more by Britney Spears. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, just, that's just my. That's just what I want. That's all the I want. level of athleticism involved. In Again, like, did anyone yeah. see J-Lo at the Super Bowl? Oh, oh my god, yes, please. So Holy crazy. Crap. Yeah. yeah. Like, she is 50. She's yeah. 50 years She's old. 50. Well, let's keep in mind, I, I, I don't, like, I don't, I'm not, like, minimizing what she did, but shit if we all had like personal yeah. chefs and personal yeah. trainers yeah. and exactly. like a plastic yeah, surgeon we would probably be working a pole at the super bowl too it's right literally her job <laughs> yes yes to look like that and be able to do those things and yes. she has if all the money the in the world resources, to like yeah. maintain yeah. it yeah. Yeah. yeah hell yeah you're now, totally right not to, right. Not to right. minimize not to minimize it and i think they i was blown away by the performance by both of them oh she did fantastic <laughs> But yeah, I just want to. But there's keep it also real. a lot of beautiful women that age that are that look more real, like yeah, more like the standard fifty year old yeah. that are still gorgeous. J Lo, I'm convinced is some sort of alien. Yes. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> how can you be that perfect? Like is she know, in the same category as and Cher? Fillers. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she's had Botox? Absolutely, she's had Botox and fillers. There is no mm. way she can look like that and not have Botox and fillers. I think she's a sex robot from the future. I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Yes. 
Yeah, no, she. It was really good though. That it whole was thing. fantastic. I did. Yeah. I, find, I did find that fairly conflicting though because it was both like on one hand like wow how wonderful is it to see a 50 year old woman and her and Shakira too um like women, who's like 43 yeah, I think. yeah. women of you know advanced age, age yeah. doing this and being sexy and being wonderful and saying that this is an option like you know we're not completely written off mm-hmm. right past like in you know professions where image is everything you're written off long before that yeah Yeah. so like on one hand it's like fuck yeah this is awesome i love seeing this and there is that other aspect of like yes but this is only attainable to a certain segment yes it is good genes it is also the incredible privilege of trainers and this is this is your job i feel like that's why my body show is going to be so important is for that representation of People that don't have access to that can still um, do it. Yes. That can can still be fabulous and sexy and and feel good and not have to worry about oh do I have forty million dollars to be able to have a personal chef who yeah. only cooks me white egg whites and brown toast with avocado and <laughs> and all those things that mm-hmm. is not attainable to the average somebody that doesn't make more than fifty thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> before taxes. <laughs> And that's why the unsolicited <laughs> advice pisses me off. Because you're you're just giving advice based on your life. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're not, not You're not giving advice based on my life at all. Well, and with that too, like any exercise and any positive yeah. diet is going to make you healthier. Mm-hmm. Why are you bombarding somebody with a million different right. things or what you consider to be the best? Yeah. Like just let them try different exercises, try different diets and figure out what works. Let people Hit that, that bell. Hit Wait. that bell, bitch. Thank There's you. There's so many bells tonight. <laughs> I love this discussion because it's just, it's so fucking important to like do what's best for you and not listen to other people. I, it's, I know how freaking hard it is though. It's hard. I get really affected by what other people think. And then I get, and then I get scared that like I'm being too bitchy. Like, cause I posted on my stories being like, being like, do the thing. Let's stop it with the unsolicited advice people. And then I had girlfriends messaging me being like, being like, I'm sorry I gave you unsolicited advice. And I was like, and then one one friend was like, I'm sorry I gave you unsolicited advice, but I do recommend following this Instagram account. I was like, <laughs> bitch, what are you doing? You, you do know that everything, everything sorry, before the butt yeah. means nothing. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. before the butt means nothing. I just, people, can you just, can we just support each other? And, yes. and, and being our better selves, like the best versions of ourselves that we can be. Because yeah. at this point in my life, I can't afford all these things that people are telling me to do. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's Fuck. why I'm gonna shamelessly plug our show. Yes, it is. That's why I love our show that we have a variety of people showing like a variety of genres and All just coming talents. together. Coming together, body types and that sort of thing. Just really celebrating like having everyone. fun and everyone yeah. and different the individualism. Types of Indivi- yeah. Is that a word? Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I'm a buzz, so I don't know if I'm making sense right now, but we have like we have beautiful burlesque performers, we have beautiful uh, drag performers, we have like beautiful comedians. Yes, beautiful comedians. We even have a magician. We have a magician for Christ's sake. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think it's very very cool because the entertainment industry is still dominated by white middle-aged men. And yes. this show has so many female, queer, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. just a little bit more diversity. We're trying to put some energy out there to say, hey, women are funny. Hey, yeah. people of all different body types are sexy. Like, 
anybody can be anything if they put enough effort into it. Absolutely. And just like own what you do and don't be afraid that you don't look like everybody else who's doing it. Yes. Ding-a-ling. Ding-a-ling. Tish, I want to ask you though, how did you get into burlesque and everything? What's your origin? Well, my name origin. um, Ooh. For my my name is Tashina Latouche, and Tashina my Latouche. my girlfriend um, and I had gone to a burlesque brunch in Toronto while my partner and our Padawan were um, actually coming here to do house hunting. They're like, "Here, this is your Mother's Day present." A week away from both of us. Sweet. Uh, but anyway, so she and I went to uh, the Cadillac Lounge in Toronto, and we went to a burlesque show, and there was a fabulous, fabulous uh, plus-size burlesque dancer, and oh my god, the way she moved those fans, I was just like, I was in heaven from the time she went on stage to the time we got home. And on the way back, we were we were discussing, we need burlesque names. <laughs> so we were yes. pitching burlesque names to each other, and I'm like, well, Tashina was kind of a name that I really liked when I was in school and thinking that I was going to be some famous singer and that never happened. Um, so I'm like, and I got a big butt. <laughs> so, Tashina Latouche. There we go. I'm done. It. It's perfect. The alliteration. And I've, I've been living with that burlesque name for eight years and have only been performing very amateurishly for, I want to say, four years could be longer, could be not, I don't know. Um, but it was just at uh, open stage at uh, Dartmouth Players. Yes. Ooh. Was when I was where I started. Um, but I only recently started actually taking classes and actually learning the art of burlesque oh in the God, last couple of years. You're kidding me. Like when I saw you at Open Players, that was just- That was me totally faking it completely. Holy crap. That's what I was based like that's why I asked you to be in this show. Based on what I saw there, like Surprise! you are so talented. Yeah. I'm so excited to see what you're gonna bring for this one. Yeah, well, there you go. Another example of fake it till you make it. I, I'll be surprised for what I bring what to the is. stage too. I want to do this thing, and I'm gonna do this well, thing, whether or not it feels polished, whether or not it feels comfortable. I'm just gonna. My thought is, if they're laughing, I'm doing it right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first time I saw you was at the Star Wars show at Dartmouth. Yes. And yes. I loved the performance you did for that. And I just really loved that you just like dove into the theme of the night. You just brought something that was really creative. You just, you took the theme and you just ran with it. And you did something that was sexy and fun and funny. And it was just, yeah, it was I still have that, that Princess Leia watched. costume that I made. <laughs> That's awesome. Ooh, she out of a pizza yeah. box. sense of playfulness. Like she yes. makes me laugh. She's cheeky. Cheeky, gotcha. like tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek. I had to work that. In. Nah, I love no, it. You are. You're well, very. That's a fun cute segue. <laughs> on stage, yeah, funny. I was gonna say on the subject of names. How did you guys come up with tongue in cheek? Because we're talking about names and. Oh, and this is funny because somebody recently posted on our Facebook group and he was like, you know, the saying is tongue in cheek, right? And I responded, I copied and pasted the definition of a pun. Yeah. (laughs) And I posted that as my reply. Apparently they don't know any burlesque or drag performers because they live on either puns. Mm Mm-hmm. Body parts, yes, and or alliteration, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's basically just tongue is you know that's what stand ups used to tell jokes, and then cheek is you know a central body part. <gasps> uh, that for us, but we we went through a lot trying to name it. We originally had the awkward show, which oh. I really really liked, but yeah. we were concerned that audience members 
would fear that we'd make them feel awkward. Oh, okay. Um, legitimate so we had fear. to ditch that That's name. legitimate fear. Like awkward humor too. Like some people yes. get uncomfortable with the mm-hmm. whole genre mm-hmm. of awkward humor. Yeah. So I'm someone who watches awkward humor. I'm like, I feel awkward too. I'm yep. sweating. This is <laughs> not an enjoyable audience experience. So yeah, like I, I love that name, but yeah, I, I'm glad that you went with tongue in cheek. Yes, I'm very glad as well. But part of the reason why I wanted to do the awkward show initially is because somebody's asked me they're like well what if like your co-workers come and they see your boobies isn't that gonna be awkward and i'm like yeah i don't care awkward show you know what they came to the show they knew what they were getting into yeah Yeah, i actually i i would agree with that my boss recently told me that she might be going to the intoxicate live show yeah i'm like all right you can come but um don't judge me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my boss actually asked me if he would, if I would be comfortable if he brought the team for like a team night out to one of my stand-up shows. And I was like, you can come, but I'm not going to cater to you. I'm not yeah, editing my don't material. Don't censor yourself yeah. because of that. Yeah. I think employers, like a lot of employers, I think things are getting a little bit better with yes. stuff like that, I, mm. I think. Not in every profession, but, but like I think we're moving towards a more like open-mindedness yes. mm-hmm. well i mean i couldn't work with this hair 10 years ago there was I mean, definitely a time like when i was first go- getting into college like yeah you, mm. you couldn't have colored hair if you're trying to get a job kind nope, of thing no so things have changed quite a bit and ta- remember tattoos tattoos used to be a no-no as well i used to have to cover my wrist tattoo like i, I only had um this one at the time but i used to have to cover my tattoo and that's actually a really hard tattoo to cover you have to get like this massive bangle or always wear really long sweaters right which in the summer is awful (laughs) yeah Yeah. and even big bangles really sucked at that time i was like i am so glad that i now have both of my tattoos and they look like bracelets and you can all fuck it yeah Yeah. you have a permanent accessory on your wrist that's right there you go i don't have to worry about how uncomfortable the bangles are or how uncomfortable uh, a watch is or a Fitbit. Fuck Fitbits. Um, <laughs> I had one. It was great until I tried to sleep and it would keep getting caught on this bone and it would hurt. And I was like, nope, this is not for me. <laughs> I will stick with my tattoos. And the Fitbit calculates your sleep, doesn't it? It tried to. It tried to until I took it off. sleep and your heart rate and all that kind of jazz. Big Brother's watching you. But then you have to wear this you. ugly black i think they're so ugly i had a cute little green one like it was like it was like teal and it was cute and it, was, <laughs> it was small but it, one of those it did kind of stick I out a little sleep so. often with an arm under so i would yes. wind up with the impression of the thing <laughs> yes. on my face it's like yeah that, if yep. you didn't notice i had a fitbit from my arm you can tell right from there. my well, that's face that's a sexy yeah, look yeah. though yeah. <laughs> pretty I feel pretty. Oh my god! I'm so pretty. Do you feel pretty and witty and gay? <laughs> Sorry, oh, <laughs> not really. Always a little bit gay. Yeah. Oh, what about music? Music choices. How do you go about choosing music? Because it's such an important part. It's oh, most of. You want to take this one? First? Oh, I could try. That's a hard uh, question. You know what? Actually, for me, it's character choice. Mm. It's more character choice. If I'm, I can be listening to the radio and I'm like, I could strip to that. Oh, I could strip to that. Oh, I could strip to that like this. And then <laughs> I grow from that. Um, actually, I took Kaylicious, um, does a solo development class at Serpentine Studios. And I took that, uh, in the last, sem- last term. It's going to say semester, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the last term. And, um, our task for the, like, the second week was, grow this character, figure out what you want. Like, don't, nitpick what you're going to do but pick a character figure out something that they would 
do or not do and put them in a funny situation. So right. I was listening to the radio and we were listening to like a like the breeze kind of music. So like kind of mellow and um uh save the best for last came on. I was like by Vanessa oh. by Vanessa Williams. Oh yes. I was like oh yeah. oh <laughs> ethereal fairy <laughs> sits on a cupcake. Yeah, I've seen this act. I love this. Really? And I was, yeah. and I, and I worked with that, sitting. and I've actually it's performed really it twice. Um, cake sitting, like I, I legit sat on a cake, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> so I, I performed that actually at Ottawa in Ottawa at their Pride. Ooh, oh, that's Pride, awesome! Um, Amazing burlesque show in at the Bourbon Room, which is sadly now closed, but um, they have burlesque. They had burlesque Wednesdays and they had me do this performance and I am living for this particular performance. I'm like, I am going to do this one every year until everybody hates it. And I'm still going to love it. And I'm still going to do it and say, fuck y'all. And I'm going to keep sitting on cakes, baby. It's so good. Like just like as the arc of a performance when it ends with someone like really deliberately like sitting down on cake <laughs> it's just it's give it a good little grinds yeah. yeah it's also come wishy. to show <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, i may or may plug. not do that number <laughs> can i do a plug now yes, uh, yes away. so um if you want to buy tickets they are on eventbrite and if you are listening to this podcast we have a discount code which is yes. discount like a discount. Yeah. So. And toxic a discount code. So if you're hearing this right now and you want to come, do put that up. shit into your internet machine. Do the thing. Buy the tickets. See the do show. It. The internet. <laughs> <laughs> the all-powerful interwebs will get you tickets. <laughs> you gotta come. You gotta How come to this. How do that, Alva? How does one get that discount? They go to Eventbrite. Oh. Find Tongue and Cheek, or you yes. can go to our Facebook and go to event right from there okay so either way just you know yeah. pop yeah. tongue and cheek into yeah. your computers yeah it'll and also be in the description of this episode oh so perfect awesome. scroll on down Fantastic. click that link motherfuckers yes and then when you click on tickets there'll be a little hyperlink there that says enter promo code yeah. and you just pop intoxicated this, in there that's perfect yeah. this is for people like me who don't know what to do like mm-hmm. yeah. isn't, isn't there no is there idea. there's a group rate too Yes. Um, for, yes. For so the, the more people you bring, um, the cheaper the tickets are. So there's one individual which is twelve fifty, and I don't remember the rest of the prices off the top of my head. But you get a the discount. The group rate was for, fifty dollars. Yes, fifty dollars for five people, or there's also okay. a threesome or third wheel special. Oh, who doesn't like that. a threesome? Come yeah. on. And there's a Isn't couples or two tickets yeah, special sure. as well. So yeah, yeah. The more friends you bring, the cheaper it'll be. So bring your friends. Book your tickets in advance too. Don't wait. Don't wait till the day of. Don't be a. Don't be one of those people who goes. Oh yeah, I gotta go to that thing tonight. And then, Maybe we'll be sold out by go then. To the website <gasps> and it'll be done. And you'll have to pay the full price at the door, or it'll be sold That'll out be no and good. you'll miss out, motherfuckers. Yeah, but yeah, you don't want it to be sold out. No, no. I don't know about you guys, but like I do buy advance tickets because I mostly don't want to forget about it. Yes, because exactly. yeah. I get nervous that like if I don't. Because it's good with Eventbrite. You can also put it in your calendar. Like if you're yep. an iCal or a Google Cal or a CalCal, like whatever calendar you use, you it just actually physically it write calendar. it on your calendar on the fridge. Yeah. Or I like if you're like Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian uses paper only. <laughs> yeah. Adrian's a little bit of a nerd, but we love her. <laughs> That's why we love her. <laughs> Do you find it works well, Adrian? The paper? I, yes. I 
I love paper calendars. Like, this is really embarrassing. They're <laughs> <laughs> like dirty little oh, secrets. I use a paper calendar. <laughs> I have both. Really? I I'm like I use transitions I use, I, into the actual yeah. year we're living in like, and using technology. But yeah. I do Why can't no. you guys just be into bondage like the rest of us? Come okay. on. <laughs> I use a I use a I use an online calendar at work, but I love paper calendars. I love the pretty cover. I like the feel. I like being able to flip back and forth and see different things. I love your things. slapping though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Um, but also make sure that you follow um, Tongue and Cheek on social media because we are always running contests and we are actually giving away a swag bag at the yes. show and we have some really All great sponsors including pleasures and treasures and yes. squish candy there's going to be some really awesome stuff there's um, oh, a t-shirt yeah. this t-shirt not this one I won't make you <laughs> get the one that I'm already wearing but um, yeah. they pay extra for that you know that right huge. it comes with the boobs that's fine <laughs> you want all those boobs Get a t-shirt. I mean, if you do want one that Come smells like me, it's yeah, extra. Maybe, that's right. Maybe Alva will like, you know... Yeah, where, do that at the show for you if that's what you need. Why not? If we've got yeah. burlesque happening anyway. Yeah. I think there's should. also going to be some fun surprises at the show too. Yes. That you'll have to just, you'll have to be there. Yeah. I'm very it. excited about the fun surprises and it's so hard for me to not spoil it. But it's really hard for me too. I'm like, <laughs> you told me about like, I'm like, I don't. for the record, these are fun surprises that even the participants in the show don't know about. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about the act that I'm doing in the show. I'm oh, excited to yeah. see it. Do you, can you tease away anything out? But, uh, there's food involved. Ooh. There's food involved. Is, yeah. food is the food phallic shaped? No. Okay. No, it's actually not. Is Can we food? throw like eggplants yeah. and bananas <laughs> wait, wait, wait. of roses? Yeah. I have a question it's for all you. On me. Oh. Question. Ooh. Is it Good. is it sweet or savory? Savory. Perfect. Oh. Maybe I will do my dessert act. Ooh. Oh, that would be nice. It's a full meal deal, babe. <laughs> this Dinner and a show. I was just going to say. <laughs> Dinner, yeah. dessert, and a show. It's, it's all three. But the oh, week yeah. before your show is Valentine's Day. Yeah. And this episode's going to come out on Valentine's Day. Well, welcome to the nightmare. <laughs> so here we go, Valentine's Day. Yay. How do we Love feel about that. it in general? In I- general. I like it as like a girls' night out. I Ooh. love like the color palette, like pinks and reds, um, obviously. Um, and I, yeah, like I like chocolate, obviously. But I feel like as a couple trying to do things on Valentine's Day, that's some bullshit. It's <laughs> almost useless now anyway because it's so commercialized. You can't even get a lot of the time reservations at a restaurant. Like so if true. if my partner and I want to have a fancy dinner, we'll be like, hey, you want to go out? Sure. Where you want to go? Not fast food. Gotcha. Right. And that's that's us having our fancy dinner. Um, but we don't need Valentine's Day to do that. No. We just be like, hey, we have a little extra cash. Let's go do this thing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I don't want to pay 10 times more for flowers. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like, that's why you wait till the I day after. I celebrate Valentine's Day yeah, just after. Mm-hmm. And like discount candy, discount flowers. And, you know, if you're going to go to a restaurant, it's going to be cheaper any other day. Yeah. True. Any other day. Because they have those preset menus on Valentine's Day as well that are friggin' rip off. Oh, are they? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. I find there's just a lot of pressure to have, to have, to make it something special when you don't necessarily have someone and then you feel horrible about yourself. You know what I mean? And you have to, you have to scroll through the array of 
flower bouquets that people yeah, get from their boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. And it's my favorite oh, thing. Yeah. I want to do a competition because you always see people post their gifts and they go, luckiest girl in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you? <laughs> this bitch got, a, you know, got something way better. Yeah. Oh, are you the luckiest? In the comments, just be like, post well, everybody else's stuff. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just so funny to me because I'm just like, this stuff is so cookie cutter. It's so yeah. cookie cutter. Do something different. Just go what. down on me for a yeah. while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you know, and I, I kind of agree with Alva. Like, I just think it, it's much more fun if you do something with your girlfriends, yeah. not putting so much pressure. On I thought you were talking about going, going down. down. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Yeah, both. you could do that as well. <laughs> Friendship, baby. Go down on each other. Yeah. <laughs> Come to our show. <laughs> Surprises. <laughs> Oh my gosh. What made me make peace with Valentine's Day for myself was um, expanding the idea of the holiday in that, like, it's pretty fucking cisgendered, heteronormative, like, celebration of, like, normal romantic stuff. And um, expanding the idea to make it, like, this is about love. Yes. Do you like love? Do you love love? I do. I love love. I'm a love addict. How do we celebrate? loving love yes and everything that means like whether it's like your ding 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 a ding ding you know like like, just like tell someone that you never told before it's like you know what i really appreciate you and there's this thing about you that i really like and this day out of the year i feel more empowered to say i've always appreciated this about you and today i'm gonna tell you no yeah. crying. And just Aww. like make it like, You guys are all going to get messages from me on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and that's nicer, I think. Big yeah. fan of yeah. Galentine's Day. Yes. Galentine's yeah, Day. But on that as well, like um, this only happened to me once um, because I've been married to two dudes. Um, You've been married twice? Uh, well, I'm on my second one now. <gasps> what? Yeah. Anyways. I can't wait to get to your solo <laughs> episode. we got some stuff to talk about. Um, but the one year that I was dating a woman um, around Valentine's Day, we went out and we had this really romantic date. And what kind of ruined it is the waiter was like, I think it's so nice that you girls couldn't get dates, so you went out as friends. Oh, oh, oh hell no. no. And we were just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just it was such an awful douche. feeling. Yeah. I would have laughed so hard if you would have just started like, fer- like ferociously making out yeah. at that moment just to be like, I thought you were going to say finger banging. Didn't you? That's what you do in the theater. Yeah, that's a theater thing. That's a theater thing. Um, Yeah. But something else that used to happen with that girl as well is because... I do love it. Like, I don't think it's done enough. What, finger banging? Yeah, I don't think it's done enough. Is that why you're always wearing a skirt? (laughs) (laughs) Now I see. Easy accent. Just head in the vibes Honestly, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, girl got some fantasies, some public transit fantasies. All right, gentlemen, pay attention. (laughs) But something else that used to happen with that same girl is because I'm a narcissist, so I tend to date women that look a lot like me. Um, Do you really? Oh, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, I'm going to show you a picture of my ex-girlfriend later, and you're going to be like, oh, is that you? Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. Um, But something that used to happen all the time is people would be like, are you sisters? And we'd be like, yes, and then start making (gasps) out. I love it. I love it. I love that. Favorite scene in Rent. Hey, Mister, we're sisters. <laughs> I haven't seen Rent. I have. You to need see to it see now. Rent. I saw the new version rent. of Rent, like the the. Thank you. Like the movie. The like movie? The, um, yeah, me too. I saw that. I, one. I missed it when it was in Calgary. Ah, uh, I'm so yeah. sad. 
Yeah. Oh, Tonight is one of my favorite jams. The Oh, Tonight mm-hmm. from, from Rent. So yes. good. Yeah. Yes. Can, do you guys actually... Okay. Is there a lip syncing in burlesque or is it just dancing? Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, I have one number that I do uh, from the musical Oklahoma. Ooh, I find nice. this one so I'm much. i girl who can't say no. Um, oh, I and, I and she is the character and it's so, yeah. so gorgeous. Like, I really, really lip sync it. That's very awesome. Heavily. You don't see it as much. Right. Um, Unless you see me. You don't see it as much on purpose. Um, oh. Sometimes people do like sort of They'll kind of get into the music. They've like, been yeah. singing it to themselves <laughs> while they were choreographing <laughs> it. So you get like little bits of like a little bit of lip sync and then not, but it's not like deliberate I lip the same sync way it is in drag. everything. Do you? I lip sync everything. Yeah. Um, actually did Synprov uh, with Cine Men. Explain what Synprov is. Synprov is, um, you know the show Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. yes. Well, think that but sexy. Yeah. So I don't think Drew Carey's sexy. Oh, I do. <laughs> However, this is like where you're actually taking off your clothes and shit. Nice. So it makes a difference. Um, but um, so Sine Men picks a theme and she picks a bunch of music and she sends out all of it to all of the performers. Oh, and only a little bit before show It's only like, like max two weeks before. So you don't get a lot of time to prepare anything. You don't know what song you're doing until the night of the performance. Okay. So the last Mm. one she did was based on the Seven Deadly Sins. So we had all this music based on Seven Deadly Sins, and I memorized three of them, hoping and praying to the gods and to the universe that I would get one of these three because I knew them inside out. And I got one of the songs that nobody else wanted. I was like, yes! But it was one of the big girls getting the one about food, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I lip synced that one. And actually, Miss Shaman, when I came off the stage, she's like, were you prepared to lip sync every single song? I was like, no, just three. Wow, you're so lucky. But I lip sync everything that I possibly can because I'm a vocalist as well. I sing. Do you really? Um, yeah. You guys, you guys have both actually heard me yes, sing at, uh, at the uh, open stage. At yes. Singers, you're yeah. an amazing singer. Can you give oh, us thanks, something babe. right now? I know that that's, is that like the equivalent of that's asking like, what? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mostly, I, I'm like, if you could throw on like Simon a YouTube, um, a YouTube something karaoke? Uh, in karaoke, I could probably do it. Hmm. If you um, could, if, what what would your dream song be? I can oh. sing "Mary Had a Little Lamb." Oh, I'm so proud of you! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, strip to it. Um, I can. Yeah, I'm, I I probably could. That do would something. be actually a sexy strip, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mary Had a Little Her Lamb, as a lamb, a little bonnet yeah. situation. Oh, oh, um, did something dirty with. Try the Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> version of oh why don't you do right it's right there Ooh, oh accidental she dinged me already what <laughs> damn i'm good now if this works i actually should so we'll, be we'll able see, to we'll see how it goes originally done by peggy lee and it was oh. a lot faster by peggy lee okay <laughs> it's a oh. lot faster oh i'm gonna get peggy lee oh actually sorry tech Tech mishap. Uh oh. <laughs> it's playing from the TV. It's supposed to be from my uh, 
speakers. Technical difficulties. While you're <laughs> fixing those technical difficulties, can we say who else is on the show? Yes, yes, yes please. Plug the um, So we have Rhett Slutler. <gasps> yes. Can I, just, can I just say I have a huge crush? I've said this on Facebook, but I have a huge crush on Rhett Slutler. Oh, Rhett Slutler was the first one to teach me to do drag makeup. Oh, I love him. Yeah, so definitely a staple in the scene. Um, if you're you follow the scene in Halifax, you've definitely seen them. Yes. If you haven't, then you're in for a treat. And I think a lot of people, this will be sort of their first taste of burlesque and drag. So it's definitely a good first person to see. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Bill Wood, who is doing amazing. magic. Yes. Excellent. He's a great stand-up. I've worked with him doing stand-up many, Me many too. times. And um, he's just a really well-rounded performer. He does improv. He does yes. magic. He's always very entertaining. And then our headliner, we have the Ooh. one and only Kirsten Finch. Yes! yes. Kirsten! Look at all so the excited. yasses. She got like a, many yasses just then. <laughs> yes. She's a modern queen she is so relatable and just so funny she's just got that natural way of making everything funny and she's amazing i love love her excellent awesome oh and then we also have oliver twisted who is a boy lasker oh my god yes that's gonna be that's something that i like i'm very curious to see oh i've never seen he had my drag dad swooning at the last show he was like Get it was out. fabulous. Tell us. I don't know. I've never seen Oliver Twisted before. We don't have a lot of boylesque in the city right now. Yes. Like there have been like waves of. Well, there's been waves of burlesque, but boylesque especially. There's been like little peaks and valleys of like we've got a little bit of a boylesque scene, and then it goes away, and we've got a couple more performers, and then it goes away. Right. And now we have Oliver Twisted, and he's fucking amazing. He's amazing. I saw him. So there was a Bob themed. Oh yes, I was in that. <laughs> Um, yes, it was amazing. I was um, a little embarrassed. It was so bad for me. I stage oh, kid that one instead of being a stage Yes, kid when you take off that much cat. yellow makeup, you look like the great orange one. <laughs> but um, I was Oliver not excited. Twisted was Sideshow Bob from The Oh, Simpsons. he was so oh sickening. My God. Was so and sickening. his performance was so intense. But also like hilarious and playful and sexy. Somehow, like it wasn't. Yes, it wasn't like typically sexy. I would say, um, like there it was, was some like things- disturbingly sexy. Yeah, it was Ooh. like I feel a little. It was so the ongoing themes of that show because it was all Bob themed. Yes. Like all the performances. Yes. It was a lot of. Um, there's a performer here, uh, Lady Corbeau, who often uses the term confused boners yes there were many there were many it's sideshow bob and it's intense and weird and also sexy and bob ross and i'm turned on and bob barker barker oh yes yeah wow king bob minion sexiness. Of this Bob. I feel like confused boners is a lot of the boners that I give guys. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. You're like, like, they're like, she's so hot, but why is she still I talking? Like, <laughs> I, like this, I like this enough to send dick pics and jerk off, but not quite enough to actually fuck her. So, yes. oh, it got sad. <laughs> womp, womp. Oh, oh, it got real sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we sing now? Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 la. Let's turn that around. I'm going to see if this All right, works. Let's, let's, let's see how this goes. I love that term. This should work. Hopefully yes. it's got the words for me. Oh, it does. Had plenty money, 19, 22. You let other women make a fool of you. Why don't you 
some other men do Get out of here Give me some money Cut that. Yeah. That's a little sample that is smooth like butter. That's yeah. so sassy. I'm smooth not like bad. Butter. I'm just drawn that way. God <laughs> yeah. damn. You can sing. No wonder you want to lip sync all the time. Yeah, all the time. If, if I wasn't lip syncing, I'd be singing out loud at every show <laughs> for all the things. I do, do but it's so sing. hard when nobody has headsets because yeah. I can't strip. Yet, I, that's that's, that's a, a task that I need to learn. One-handed stripping. <laughs> One-handed stripping. I Whoa. need everything that has fast snaps. Boom. You know what? I'm going to look in to see if we can get you a headset for the show. Yeah. That is a thing we can look at. That would into. be so sickening. Because the alternative is like break away everything. Like one yeah. That, and that's a lot of work and a lot of money that I don't have. And a lot of snaps. Okay. Important question on the subject of wardrobe. Have you guys ever had a really bad wardrobe malfunction? Yes. What yes. was it like and what was it? Actually, I was doing a performance of uh, Gwen Stefani, uh, Rich Girl. Ooh, and I had originally that, planned that, 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 that. to be like sexy pirate. And it was going to be an actually sexy number. Turned out fucking hilarious because I couldn't get my boots off. Was this at open stage? Yes, it was at yes, open stage. It was hilarious. Had, like, the glittery <laughs> eye patch and the whole bit. And my, I had thigh high boots that folded over and I had put... Um, purple rhinestones all around the cuff and they were so sexy and <laughs> my feet had swollen a little bit yeah so therefore it goes up the leg and as i was trying to take off the boot i just could not get the boot off so in burlesque if you if you have a wardrobe malfunction like that what you do is you get mad flamboyantly right yeah it may, it, oh, it's like you get mad at, kinda, you, you get mad at whatever act. it is that's not working flamboyantly yes. and make it part of the act which yes. is why i'm so gonna toot my own horn here good at improving all of my acts because i'm like this is going to fuck up yes yeah and this is how i'm going to deal with it oh my god i'd be so nervous which is such a great mentality yeah. and like it's completely well a little bit different with comics as well, though. But I think we all have like those back pocket jokes that are kind of self deprecating. If we start to bomb, yeah, kind of for just in case, yeah, yes. yeah, very true. Yeah. My wardrobe malfunction is a little bit the opposite. It, it worked because of over planning and the gift of anxiety. Um, I think a lot <laughs> of people really shit on anxiety. It's like, this is something that holds me back. Every once in a while, anxiety provides these little moments where it's a gift. Um, I was, it's the pony number that I do. It's I love the, that uh, number so much. It's a postmodern so jukebox cover of Pony. And I'm a very fancy neo-Victorian lady who strips down into a BDSM <gasps> uh, pony fetish girl. Ooh. This and is why it's so hot. It's so hot. involved in like corsets and skirts and everything and I kept having nightmares of like what if the laces tangle what if the laces tangle what if I can't get a costume piece off because there is that fallback of like get really mad at it and then struggle out of it I'm like if there's doesn't a sh- work for everything if there's though. a shit ton of laces I'm just not going to be able to get this costume piece off so woke up sweaty from a nightmare of like oh. what do I do and I'm like I'm going to give the stage kitten a pair of EMT shears yeah. <laughs> that, that if I need them, I will signal to bring them to me. 
and didn't it happen <gasps> on stage? Oh yeah, gosh. I got completely tangled in costume and just did this big moment of like, and the stage kitten brought me shears and I cut myself out of my costume yep. and continued on. Oh That's planning. Wow. You know what? That yeah, actually anxiety for the win. That actually comes in really handy if you're into rope. <laughs> if you're yes. not afraid to cut the That's rope, don't do I rope. Have those shears. Yeah. Yes. That's anyway. fantastic. But your outfit, was it ruined? At that no, point? I just cut the lacing. So, so I could, you just I could, could lacing is so easy it. to get replaced. Like you can and then you can replace it with something fun and fancy if you okay. want to do like yeah. bright pink ribbon or whatever. Something sparkly. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about corsets too, is as long as you're cutting the lace you're <laughs> the lacing, you're fine. You can replace that without much of a problem and usually dirt cheap. Okay. So mm-hmm. Two dollar oh Walmart shoelaces, like, and whatever. it wound up as a pretty amazing effect of like cutting myself. That out. was, yeah. you, you know what? That was the costume. hottest part of that number. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I <laughs> would have to see like a and whole it was burlesque a complete act accident. Just cutting it off. That'd be so. amazing. I want to make a joke about lesbians and scissors, but I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> you just did. You just did. <laughs> I oh approve this message. <laughs> and being a course, I mean, corsets can't be comfortable. You get used to them, though. No, I hate them. I Breathing know. is for 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 after. It's so <laughs> overrated. I did a show, and it was six nights a week for three months, and I had to wear a corset every single show. Holy smokes! And for like the first week, I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is horrible. But like, your body just kind of gets used to it. Like, like you kind of just like move. Well, well your internal organs do. Breathing differently, like you get used to breathing deeper. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like high heels too. Like high heels are not comfortable. They completely alter your posture and your body. And but then you develop if you wear them often enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. Oh man, heels! I I still just can't can't figure them out. Like how to walk in them. Really? Yeah, they're brutal. I don't like them. Um, you wear so many pretty dresses. What do you wear with your dresses? I mean, like in the like, I wear a lot of flats. A lot of flats. Flats okay. are cute. Too. I like flats. flats. Are cute. I'm into yeah. flats. Like I, do, flats. I do burlesque, but I like I've done maybe two numbers in my four years that actually involved heels. Yeah, and they came off within the first two minutes. Wow! Because I, I can't walk in them, and yeah. it's it's and so uncomfortable for me. In really tall heels, like. This is why I'm in awe of some of the amazing drag queens that we have. Yes. Oh my god! Because so jelly, they can wear a way taller heel and a way taller platform, and it's all stiletto. And then do a really Ugh. elaborate choreography, rather, yeah. in this. I'm like, and they're wearing well, I like can't do that. five yeah. layers of tights and like two that. corsets and yeah. like. Oh my god! Like three pairs of eyelashes. Like how yeah, the heck do they amazing. do it? It's craziness. I think this it takes skill. about three hours for them to do all of that. Yeah. Even more sometimes. Bare, bare minimum three hours. Yeah. Like but even the tottering around, like that I do in heels. Like you know, it's like this is taking all I have to be able to do like minimal choreography in these. So that I can focus on the heels. Death drops and like flipping around and it's like wow. You're like, and again, to bring it back to strippers, it's like the athleticism that it takes to do those kind of moves in that kind of footwear. And not break an ankle. Yeah, well, and strippers also often have like a fairly small stage space and how well they use that stage space has always really amazed me as well. True. There's not a lot of stage up there. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing. Little steps. Yeah. They have to take very little steps. But that, that. that also means more butt wiggles. Yeah. We like butt We're wiggles. We're cool with that. Have you guys ever been to strip clubs? 
Oh my god, yes. 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 <laughs> Was I ever at Ralph's? No. I've oh, never been to Ralph's. I celebrated oh, my 30th birthday at Ralph's. Really? really? I did. I did. I celebrated my 30th birthday at Ralph's and uh, a dear friend of mine who was in my book club uh, was performing that night. Nice. That's not a sentence a lot of people can say. Um, my book club stripper friend. Um, it, no, no, she was a regular. Um <laughs> And performed uh, the most like awkwardly inappropriate non-stripper song for me for my birthday. It's like this one's going out to my real name for her thirtieth birthday, and did a song by Buck sixty five called "Super Pretty Naughty," which oh, is just mm, it's it not good. really a stripper song. It's though. not a stripper song. Mm-hmm. It's awkward and weird, and the lyrics of the song he wrote and then fed through a translator into a different language and then back to English what? and then yep. sings it. So like nothing makes sense and it's awkward and she just did like a full routine with it and the other patrons were like huh? Now, what but, is happening? If it had been Crazy <laughs> Bitch It's my birthday! Crazy Bitch would be a good stripper song. Hey. That's like my theme song. Oh my god. <laughs> when, when that song came out I was so obsessed. And I thought I fucked like a crazy bitch, but I was only young back then, so not really, not really. Just like the song. <laughs> I go to strip clubs whenever I go. Um, like I used to go to Ralph's, um, but I go to regularly. Yeah, not regularly, but I went a few times. Like, like and I, I didn't live here for a few years. When did you Ralph's go to was... any of the amateur nights? I did, and I got invited <laughs> to go on stage. Like they and kept woo! asking me over and over to go on <gasps> Why stage. Did you and not I was do like, a thing? Oh my god! I just am so self conscious. I'm okay, so shy. Fair. I'm really shy. I think I'm like blushing just talking about it. You are. Um, I'm blushing, yeah. but that's because so of the cute. beer. So don't so, worry about it. <laughs> so I would go like whenever I go somewhere is like a bigger city. I always go to the strip clubs. Um, like and uh, and whenever I go to Moncton to do Hell's Base- Basement, I always go to Angie's. Yeah, Angie's. <laughs> yeah, noted for like future reference. I love it. Yeah, like, again. The athleticism, like, I'm not a sports fan at all. I don't watch sports. But I think that, like, strippers and what they do is, like, my equivalent of, like, watching sports. It's like, oh, my God, look at what you're doing. Touchdown. Yeah. Like, it's, that's my athletic event is watching strippers. strippers. Yeah. My athletic event is not athletic at all. It's darts. (laughs) I throw sharp, pointy things at a board. And it's good. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it's good. I have a funny stripper story from Edmonton. You want to hear mm. it? Yes, yeah. please. Edmonton. Oh, my God. I know it's going to be good just because it's from Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. So we, my f- two friends and I went to, um, after my comedy there, we went to the Gentleman's Club. Ooh. And, yeah. And we were having a really fun time. And, like, the strippers there are really fun. Um, and they all have posters of themselves. And they roll the posters up into, like, a, like, almost like when a, like a megaphone. Right, um, but they put it down oh um, at their oh the kitty cat at their kitty cat, yeah. so that you will throw loonies and toonies at their kitty cat. Right at the end of their that seems like it would hurt. Well, like it's not in really Edmonton. Go was this in, in winter by chance? It was in the winter. Ooh, cold toonies. Like I know, actually, I it was, actually, it was more like I think it was more like fall. Um, yeah. Anyway, so throwing our loonies and toonies at the little funnel thing, like great fun, and then. Um, 
my the fate like i i had this one that i loved i loved her right she was just really awesome she was a dancer obviously she was super flexible like she was just really good and so she brings out her little final thing oh and if you you know throw loonies and toonies they always give you like a souvenir at the end so i had like a pen which i've let you use oh, yeah that's my so, favorite mm, pen yeah, <laughs> it's a sexy pen it says I i've love written strippers. my best jokes with mm-hmm. that pen <laughs> So like I was like, oh, this one, I'm going to get myself a souvenir from this one. And I'm throwing my loonies and toonies and I run out of loonies and toonies and I start throwing like 25 cents and nickels and dimes and shit. And I'm like, that's fucking currency, right? No. No. <laughs> that, the stripper all of a sudden sees and I'm not throwing loonies and toonies. And she stands up and she's like, no small change. <laughs> oh. And I'm like. What? Again, I'm like, bitch, that's currency. And she just tur- no, turns around and cues the guy who, like, sweeps up all the fucking change and leaves without giving me a souvenir. Oh, did he take my, did he take my, like, dimes and nickels? You, you bet he did. Oh, you my did. God. But I did not get a souvenir. Oh, I still heard about that. Oh, my that's Lord. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. It was hilarious. I will take all of your dimes. Thank you. <laughs> you I will you give you a, a souvenir. I'll start throwing, right? Oh, if you guys yeah. could. Okay. Yeah. And I know that there's burlesque dancers in the room, but you're going to answer anyway. Um, to, well, okay. For for you guys, what's your dream song to dance to? And for us, oops, what's our dream song to strip to? I don't know. Oh, I know. Ooh, I'm going to say Slut Like You by Pink. Ooh. I'm going to say, um, um, Kiss by Prince. Ooh, that's another good one. It's a good one. I had someone strip for me with that song, and it was amazing. What? You know what? A friend of mine had sent me via Facebook one of the, a meme of, the 10 hardest songs to strip to. Okay. I want to be able to strip to every single one of those fucking songs because yeah. they're hard. And I want to do this thing. One of them is the, the Imperial show. March. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. yes. We a whole show on that. Oh, my God. Can we find this list? Um, Maybe. Songs, uh, songs to strip to. I have a story about songs that one shouldn't strip to, oh. that I've stripped to. But let's hear the first round of answers. I think didn't we all say? Uh, nope, that is not the ones. Actually, that's, that's not, not even close. Um, one of them was um, the poem at the end of a song. I can't remember which song it was. Oh my god, um, White Satin. The poem at the end of White Satin. Just the poem. Another one. I feel was... like I would never strip to any poem. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what makes it so. But that's what makes it so interesting because a lot of the time with burlesque, a lot of it has to do with with timing and rhythm. Yeah. So stripping to a poem is actually really hard when you're trying to do it in a burlesque style. Okay, so should we do like a? burlesque slam poetry night oh my Ooh. god that'd be so much fun i can see that can someone that would be do so much s- fun a dance to like what's that robert frost poem which one i know the ones the walking the walking oh the, the road less traveled by one yeah. yes that'd be funny i think maybe 
I like to pretend that I'm, you know, educated. <laughs> I have an awkward stripping song story. Oh, oh yeah. yes. yes, please. Um, before, like long before I ever debated burlesque or anything, um, it's high school. Um, in high school, uh, me and my best friend were also dating best friends. And we thought as like a special evening, we would like make them dinner. And then... My friend who really, really wanted to be a choreographer when she grew up and has gone on to choreograph many lovely things had the idea that we should like strip. Both she and I should strip for our boyfriends who were best friends and we were best friends and we would do like a big like duo number and blow their minds with this stripping thing. However, we could not agree on a song. Did you do a mashup? At all. We did two because we were fighting. <laughs> and my choice was Peggy Lee's Fever. Yes. Oh, so hot. Perfect stripping song. Yeah. I'm like, yes. we are doing Fever by Peggy Lee. My friend is like, no. We are doing I Saw the Sign by <gasps> Ace of Base. <laughs> yes. That was actually one of the songs on the list. So what? That I've was one of the songs it. on the list. I have I love done it. it, my friends. She choreographed a whole number. We did do Fever. I choreographed it. I think it was better. More <laughs> memorable, you. perhaps, is she and I doing a duo number to I saw the sign. Oh my gosh. Depressed we need voters. to do we sure need to do a burlesque show ever. that is weird hard songs yeah. to strip to and yeah. we need to my make that shit grace, though, is that work. These were high school boys and we were taking off our clothes. So they didn't give they so didn't they care. <laughs> so grateful it did not happen <laughs> oh my god like, this is the best thing i've ever seen i can see your boobs and your best friend's boobs oh my gosh awesome this reminds me of the loophole by garfunkel yes <laughs> is that how it ended that's yeah. like and what i'm imagining that would be an alternate ending. That would be a good alternate ending. I want to do Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Yes. Oh, um, I'm a big sub, but I want a lot of leather and fishnets. Do you listen to In This Moment? No. So she's like a like blonde, big boobs, like Ooh. gorgeous woman that does a lot of metal, and she's covered that song. Really? You should watch that music. Oh, I will. I love I love when I hear different versions of songs. It like changes the song. <laughs> I look Hearing up metal versions for every song that I want to do. Right? Because yeah. <gasps> there's heavy metal versions metal of light. everything. Yeah. Cover versions are my favorite. I'm doing a cover version uh, of a song in tongue-in-cheek, in fact. Oh. Oh. I'm doing a cover of a Prince song by a female singer. Oh, I yes. Know. I won't give too much else. Is it? Okay. I don't know. I just thought there, there. Who sings? Um, I can't get no satisfaction. The original, yeah, is the Stones. Yeah, so there's a good female cover of that, yeah. and it changes, like it changes the like how you see the song. Yeah, it would hearing it from a woman's perspective. Hmm. That's yeah. cool. I yeah, like that. love me a good cover. Love covers. Yes. That I think there should be more themed burlesque nights, and I think the idea of like doing like a yeah like retro songs or like 90s awkward you know 90s what songs. if if i could start doing a like bi bi-weekly burlesque thing i would totally do it but i cannot afford to do that shit yeah. um yeah. that's the rhapsody blue who did the burlesque wednesdays out at the bourbon room she had done over 200 shows wow and i'm like 
you are a queen. I wish I could do this. I wish I had the funds to be able to secure a space yeah. that was all accessible to be able to do this thing. Um, cause I've got ideas coming out the wazoo and we're, we're we've talked about what six or seven of them just tonight. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Well, my brain's note, going crazy. Please come to yes. Tennessee. Yes. Yes. Oh, my we God. Love so many ideas. We to make it a monthly affair, and we can only do that if the first one goes well. So please, please, please come please out. Come. Buy your please tickets come. now. Buy your tickets. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. You'll see my tits. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to. And some food. And I, can see, yeah, and I can see them from here, and they're right <laughs> <If> you, <have, laughs> you know what? If you have a food fetish, that night might be for you, because... If we've got savory, I'm going to do sweet. Oh, nice. that's fantastic. Oh, my God. And who's... Did someone say that they were engaged here? Who's I'm engaged. That? You're what? engaged. I've been engaged for over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's impressive. Uh, yeah. We've okay. been engaged for a very, very long time and just have never actually... Gotten around to it? Finished. <laughs> <laughs> what wait, 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 was that song? Can't get no what satisfaction? Can't get no satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's one I'm of those teasing. like engagement is kind of fantastic in and of itself. I had a beautiful engagement story. and What's we're, the story? Can we, oh, I'll tell it. If you guys it. aren't crunched for time, I'd love to hear it. I'm not crunched for time. I'll tell it. Um, so he and I are both of Scottish ancestry and love things Scottish and love men in kilts. Also Scottish. Yes! Also love a man in a kilt. Not love the a man only in a kilt. What? <laughs> And um, he ha- was a friend of mine for a long time before we were ever engaged. And then I had given up on finding true love for life and said, just fuck this. I really want to have a whole ton of kids and a fantastic man and some other partners. Um, but I yes, give up. for Polly. And then exactly at that moment, the universe is like, here's this person who's always been a fantastic friend who now... Aww has been suddenly divorced and thrust across, across the country with two little girls. And he shows up. He's like, hey, I've always had a crush on you. Um, and I'm like, I've always had a crush on you. And then we started dating. And on Citadel Hill, which for those who aren't Haligonians, is our big hill in the city. We went there visiting one day. I had no idea what was going on. We had the two of our older girls. We now have two more girls. Um, and he disappears. And so I'm just wandering around Citadel Hill, like, look at all the lovely historical features. And then bagpipes start up. Aww. I'm like, oh, there's going to be a piper. This is great. Girls, watch going, going. They're going to march. It's going to be good. And then a piper escorts someone out. And I'm like, mm, I recognize okay. that face, and, maybe. You know, everyone's <laughs> lining up and all the historical reenactors are in their kilts around. And, uh, they get closer and they're coming right out. I'm like, the piper's coming this way. This is going to be fantastic. And I realize the person beside the piper is my boyfriend. And the piper stops and he beckons. Ah! And I look back at the kids. I'm like, what's happening? I honestly. Did you know? I didn't. I had no idea. I always idea. wondered this because I feel like a lot of you bitches no know. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. And so I'm like, this is a thing we're doing with the kids. And let's, let's go forward, girls. Something's going on. And the older of the girls, who was only like nine at the time, she knew before I did. And she's like, no, no, no. You're supposed to go. 
And so I walked up and then, and he had gotten into full Highland kit. Oh, oh so sexy. at the hill many, many years ago as one of the historical reenactors. So he was in the full oh, Highland dress. <gasps> Damn. And got down on one knee and did the full proposal. And then the bagpipe started up again. Oh. And it was amazing. Did, so, were there a lot of people watching? Yeah. Oh, I my mean, God. It was like Citadel Hill. There was like tourist palooza going on at the time. <laughs> so everyone was like, oh, look at that. That's so that's sweet. That's so cute. So when you have an engagement that's that sweet, like you can take Don't spoil time. it with a marriage. Yeah. Right. Ah, exactly. I love that. So, Don't spoil it with a marriage. And yeah, so like over a decade on, we still haven't gotten around to it. We've gotten around to having some more kids. So I right. mean, the relationship's still clearly working. And I mean, it shouldn't, <laughs> it shouldn't, it shouldn't change anything. Yeah. Like, if you're truly no. in love, it, you know, just be in love. Yeah. And at some point in time, we're going to have a really, really rad party. Yeah. Yes. But between now and then, like, there's been kids, and that does change your priorities in terms of budgeting. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, there will does. be a big fun party at some point in time, but, sweet. like, the engagement has been fantastic. That's so that's sweet. I'm very happy to be engaged for over a decade. That's so that's sweet. Adorable. That's a lot of people really shit on relationships and love, but... I'm really happy that Aww. there are examples and I get to live one where it does work out. Yeah, and there you, you go. You wind up with your best friend and it's wicked. That's the dream. Plus kilt sploosh. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't hear a word she said because I just start, stared at her boobs the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you guys? Married, right? Um, well, no, we, married? we call each ourselves married essentially like i i've been married before and we had the big wedding and we did the whole thing and then like it was like as soon as we got married things just kind of fell apart and Um. it felt like this big party and this big commitment that we made really meant nothing right and like even to get divorced was so easy like we went through so much to get married and do the wedding and then it was just like i don't like you anymore here's my signature sign it off yeah yeah so like with chris and i when we bought the house together we were like this is our marriage okay because i feel like that's more of a thing right like we have we bought this fixer upper house that we spend almost every day doing something on that we're building together and to me that's more of building a life and that's more what marriage actually means right having an actual wedding so yeah i mean he made us rings he handmade these which is cool i'm allergic to so sick you make me (laughs) yeah that's adorable what are they made of if you're allergic to um it's made out of um a bunch of fancy woods so it's like oak and then this i think it's called purple heart Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and he yeah. he handmade them, and it's really really sweet. That's uh, adorable. And married, taken. I have been married for fifteen years already. Wow, we have the gamut here. Well, fifteen years this summer. Um, but yeah, when he proposed, he didn't really actually ask me. <laughs> oh, no. He had just come home from tour. Uh, overseas, he's in the military, okay. and um, I was hoping rock star. We were both yeah, like, <laughs> we were both like shaking. I wish. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Um, you do things, <laughs> but he, he, we were both shaking because I had actually asked his parents if I could ask him to marry me, oh. and he had asked <gasps> mine, and it was this whole oh, big that's adorable. I and love that. he never actually asked me because he was afraid that I would say no. Oh, I was like, God, you're so cute. So, um, but so now we're poly him? and oh. so we're polyamorous and, um, we don't currently have, uh, 
full on actual partners, but we have other people that we hang out with and yeah. and do things with and stuff. So it's That's awesome. It's pretty it's pretty kicking. And okay. what how does that work? So do you like <laughs> we I'm talk a whole set a lot. <laughs> I'm always very fascinated by it because it must require a lot of communication and like organizing. Um, Am I right in saying that? Yes. Yes, um, I know there's a few polyamorous couples that actually like share Google calendars. Yeah, kind of thing, I've heard of that. Um, to make sure everything lines up. Um, I even consider my friendships part of that polyamorous, um, thing. Um, uh, my girlfriend, uh, she is pan romantic, so we are not sexual. That? Um, but we, we have, have romantic things. Like we, we hold hands and, and we hang out and watch anime and hold hands and, and, and do that. But we don't fuck. <laughs> Pan romantic. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Term. There's, there's so many different kinds of relationships. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's this just is a crazy. Whole other pa- podcast. Yeah. Um, there's actually a thing going on at the Discovery Center tonight. It's called. Uh, strange love. Yes. Yeah. Strange love. Um, and actually, one the of my very good performers, Lady Corbo and Euphoria. Yes. Are performing and, at that. Um, a fantastic friend of mine, uh, Liz Borden, is actually one of the speakers on polyamory there tonight. Awesome. Um, so we we know some really fantastic people that have been polyamorous for many many years, um, and have been through all the bad as well as a lot of the good. Yes. And there's so much that goes on and polyamory is not for everybody mm-hmm. but neither is monogamy yes yes. yes stop cheating on your girlfriends yeah stop amen talk about it not everybody can be everything to one person yes. so please individual needs and they can be individual that's so stressful for people like when when before we became polyamorous it was so stressful for both of us to be everything to that other person right yes. because it's unrealistic. It's totally. really not. Like, sometimes people are, they are just themselves. They can't be anything other than what they are. And sometimes you need something else. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Even if that, that means a friendship. Um, yeah. or a pan romantic, like, she can be romantic with absolutely anyone, mm-hmm. but she has to have the connection with them. Doesn't mean they're going to fuck. Yeah. yeah, or you can you can be totally in love romantically, and maybe the sex side of things isn't maybe really you're working. asexual, and so you go. Maybe fuck. sex is not your thing, and yeah. that's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's Talk time. about a whole other podcast, but layer on the kink element. Yes, yes. and you might really need very particular things. Yeah. Fulfilled by very particular people that yeah. might not be your main partner. Yeah. You yes. know what? I need a T-shirt that says what I am. I am a polyamorous, pansexual kinky bitch <laughs> and still not sleeping with you i love that pan is pan is um when you're just you're you could be attracted to anybody right my uh, a beautiful right? friend of mine explained pansexualism as you fall for the person and you play with the bits they come with oh, okay yeah, i like that so you're open to everybody yep well, anybody that they find attractive, right? So, right? Well, like, yeah. it's not a. I can yeah. fall. I can fall in love with anybody. Yeah, and and really, anybody could. Yes, depending on themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't care what your genitalia is, right? Yeah. Like if I like you as a person and and feel like we click, um, emotionally or whatever in in any what way, I'll be like. 
I would like to explore this kind of relationship with you. How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. If you're not into it, that's okay, because consent is sexy. Yes, very. Very sexy. Consent is mandatory and sexy. Abso-fucking-lutely. Yes. Can I ask, like, a, a weird question? This is... Have you not... I've never asked this to any poly person, um, but how many people at one time have, like, what's the max number? <laughs> I'm just curious, because... Because as a gal who's busy as fuck, and I don't even think I don't even think I have time for one. So like the idea of managing multiple relationships that seems crazy. So dependent on the relationships. Yeah, is it? Yeah, because some relationships are needier than others, right? Yeah. yeah. There's like a little bit of a kind of have to like it's like a pie chart. You gotta figure out your time and where to put it. Yeah. You gotta Google Calendar it. Google Sometimes not for yeah. Adrian. She needs nope. a paper copy. No, no, if if you're gonna be polyamorous with me. You better be used to a paper calendar, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I, I was just going to say, I'm going to pencil myself in your calendar. I literally yeah. pencil things in. I do. Huh. I do. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and I feel like I want to talk about um, how often like the heteronormative crowd will find a polyamorous relationship that isn't working or something went wrong and just claim yeah. to that oh judge oh, oh yeah yes, like yeah. how many yes. monogamous relationships are yes, working i was like, talking can i just say that i was talking to someone um yeah uh yeah and he was just talking about how uh, i was just talking about how um you know there's many different types of relationships and mm-hmm. things like that and um and he was like uh he used the term like sharing doesn't work and I was like, dude, Not you're divorced. You. <laughs> you're divorced. Monogamy you didn't di- work for why you. Why are you divorced? Oh, oh, you cheated? Oh. oh. <laughs> Communication yeah. is a key, bitch. Yeah. Or you, like, you know, you had kids and you both, uh, like, you devoted your time to your kids, which is good. That's great. But then you didn't devote any time to your partner and you yeah. both gained uh, 40 pounds and you right. stopped having sex and then you just, like, were unhappy and that and sort of thing. Like, there's that low. too, right? Things fell apart. Ding, yeah. ding. Ding, ding. Shocking. Yeah. So, anyways. My goodness gracious. Yeah, I'm, I'm just passionate. Honestly, and not even from a, like, a judgmental perspective, but a little, literally, like, how do you organize? Logistics. Like, yeah. the, the logistics of, because I can't even figure out how to fit one person in my life right now. I'm so busy. So, well, you like, can be polyamorous and only have one partner or not have any or that's true yeah it's like being bisexual and being married yeah, to someone d- who's the opposite gender it's like it doesn't negate my it doesn't that doesn't make you, you straight situation Yay! yeah it doesn't yeah. make you straight and if you're bisexual or pansexual and dating someone of the same sex that does not make you gay yes you didn't pick a side you picked a person yeah. exactly yeah. And it's like that yeah, with yeah, like yeah. affiliation for your relationship constellation <sighs> Ooh. configuration really i love that relationship constellation, constellation. yeah that's really like, pretty it is and there's so many We're different kinds of love. stars there's so many different yeah. kinds of love um like valentine's Day, everything like below orion's belt love. yeah <laughs> and i love all kinds of love but man i would like some romantic love in my life <laughs> yeah. i would really really like that'd be nice wouldn't it adrian i'm not yes. looking at adrian over here like <laughs> like we're like yeah. Both pretty lonely. Yeah. Pretty lonely thirsty bitches. At the end of the podcast, all of our like, you know, contact information will be like <laughs> mm-hmm. and a questionnaire. Do you finger? <laughs> yeah. I just one thing I don't like as a single gal is when girlfriends will say things like, Um, well, you don't need a boyfriend because I love you. 
Yeah, fun. and it's like not the same thing. <laughs> it's like like going back to the different kinds of love. Like, like there are different kinds of love. It's okay to be happy with one or you know whatever, but it's also okay to want Other a different kind. kind. It's okay yeah. to want and, something else from somewhere else. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. And I think I think it's put on single women like that we shouldn't want you it. Need or, you need a man. You need to get back to one. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. And yeah. That, I think that that's a little rapey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a little rapey that that people think like like you have to not like you have to act like you don't want a boyfriend. One yes. will just come. Around. I'm like that's rapey. Yes, that's yeah. very that's rapey. Like that what's most attractive? Yeah, yeah that's being gross. disinterested. Yeah, yeah. To make isn't you that isn't that weird? Pursue harder. Yeah, it's very strange. Like yeah. instead of actually listening to each other's cues. Yeah. And saying yes after six no's should not really equal a yes because yeah. if you're feeling pressured, that's not consent. That's not really yes. But yeah. like, oh, no. for me too, like I am 42, as we mentioned earlier. Like I grew up on a generation of films where it was like mm-hmm. that weird level of pursuit was romanticized to a really high level. You were yeah. supposed to be John Cusack standing on the lawn with a boombox over your head, stalking your partner in Say Anything. Yeah. To like, it was. That was what was romantic, was that like high level of pursuit and the woman being at least slightly unattainable. Right. If not like convincingly disinterested. Yeah. And he won past right that. yeah by, by and that was the romantic art so true and it's was fucked her us being up like so no and, so and him being like i will push past this to yes i mean i won't lie and that's the romantic story yeah i won't lie i'd like someone to be i'd like someone to be obsessed with me right now <laughs> <laughs> i've gone through a lot of uh wishy-washy being let on being one saying one thing doing another like mind games gaslighting like i've had all of that i've had my whole single life has been that. So yeah, if someone was like obsessed with me, I'd be like, "This is hot." Thorny path <laughs> to figure out because there's this influence and that influence, and yeah. there's that whole thing. It's like I should reject all that, and I still want you to stalk me a little bit. Yeah, it makes me feel wanted. Yeah, I would, it's messed up. I would have someone. You know, I wouldn't mind someone standing outside my window holding a boombox. Like, where are they going like, to find a boombox? I don't know. <laughs> but tops. but do it in Truth. the daytime because the nighttime would really freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I if I, I want to like, be able to see who the fuck you yeah, are. I don't want to have to like you know turn off my bedroom light at night and then just look outside and be like, oh shit. Was that a raccoon? I actually have a great question maybe to close off the episode uh, on the theme of love and valentine's day and it is valent happy valentine's day to any listeners right now um what do we think what do you guys think your definition of and like let's make it the romantic love just for the sake of valentine's day um what's your definition of love that's actually a really fucking hard question. Yeah, because I, I have I have one, but it's but it's not. I can't take credit for it because I saw it in an Instagram quote. Um, it counts. <laughs> but it was like, well, if you relate to it, then it counts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. It was pretty much, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was pretty much like love is like when someone feels like home, mm. um, and it's the place you go to take the day off. I like, like you know when you come home and you're like, oh, I'm just I feel like that's fire. so valid. Is yeah. that romantic love? I see, I would want you said romantic. I love. mean, not necessarily, but I, I would a, want that in my love. romantic. Like, if I was in yes. a romantic relationship, I would want that feeling as well. I think that's, that's a really important part of a true, full expression of love. 
I don't know if I would have put that in with like classic romantic love. Mm. Mm. Romantic love for me is something that, as someone who's been in a relationship for a very, very long time, and maybe some other Spread your wisdom upon but, us. Um, romantic love for me is you're aiming towards that where the person is home mm-hmm. and you feel safe and you're relaxed and all your boundaries are down. And that's the true definition of actual love. Romantic love, there is kind of a higher degree of I am willing to go that extra mile mm-hmm. to completely acknowledge you and see you and put in the razzle dazzle of that first initial stage of like, I am trying to impress you. That yeah. shouldn't go away. Yeah. But we're all humans and it kind of does. But the most beautiful part of the initial blush of romantic love is I am willing to put in absolutely all of the effort I possibly can to make this as sparkly as possible. And if you're in that point of love, like, fucking soak that up. Is anybody else falling in love with her a little bit right now? I fell in love with her when I first met her. Holy shit. The NRE is over, but I still The ideal is that that never goes away. And everyone should strive for that arc. But... You can never entirely recapture like that first three months, first three years, even of like that's gosh, that's NRE is more important than new you. relationship. Energy. Right, I'm gonna just like give it. It's yeah. like prioritize. Like they yeah. they've totally put you as a priority at the top of their list. Yeah, razzle yeah. dazzle, romance. razzle dazzle. I love any definition that has razzle, razzle dazzle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was beautifully said. Can any of you guys top that? No, fuck no. No. But I will say that I feel like love is like when someone, when you both allow each other to be authentic, like your authentic Mm -hmm. self. Yes. You know, and you don't try to. I feel that so much. You don't try to mold someone into something else. Mm. Yeah. And that's that coming home. Yeah, the coming home feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, home can be anything, but, like, when home is like a person, I truly feel like that's that's a love thing. That's love. Like, you're in love. Yeah. 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 Um, I would say that, like, my definition of love would be making each other feel like all of the characteristics that you thought were flaws are mm. celebrated. Oh, yeah. I like that. Now I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like hearing all these things and I'm like putting them in my relationship with my partner and I'm like, fuck, I love him. Aww. <laughs> He's in Crete right now. So I hate oh, him a little bit. Crete. But I love him. He's he's buying me something shiny. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, did you have a definition? I'm like, like I said, I'm just pulling pieces of all this. And I'm like, I I was like drawing blanks. I'm like, I don't know how to put these things into words. And it's tough. you are all doing that for me, and I'm just like, maybe I am a Tetris master. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling you. He's the Tetris master in our relationship. But I'm like putting all these and like the lines are all working. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> well, I think that's our episode, everybody. Yay. Wow. We, we went we went to places this evening. That was that was excellent. That was fun. We Thank went you. from makeup places. to fingering to love. <laughs> That's, That's all you need. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you, Alvin, Thanks for having us. Adrienne, for coming. And thank you guys for first time. Thank you. Podcasters. 
Yes, thank you so much. Thank and you for having us. Once again, let's plug tongue in cheek. Let's yes. tell them again. So it's on February 21st at the Bus Stop Theater. Again, it's a variety comedy burlesque show. Doors open at 8. Show starts at 8.30 sharp. You can get tickets by either following us on Facebook or going directly to Eventbrite. And again, the, it all here. the, the it all promo here. code uh, for if your listener <laughs> is intoxicated. Yes. So put yes. that in for a discount. And everybody your, come and see these early. talented women. Yes, please come. Yay. They're all so fucking talented. And they're putting a lot into the show. You need to come see it. And I will be there. So if it's an added bonus that you'll see me, I will be there probably somewhere running around helping. Yes. Because <laughs> you're lovely and we love you. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, my Thank God. You so much, no Sarah. problem. Sarah. And now normally, no, I'm going to get you guys to come over the table because normally we do a bell ring, but it's bad luck if not all the guests ring it. Okay. So you have to do a joint bell ring. Can I just put this down on Yeah. The- so we all just can like pile up like yeah that's what I, like I think whole, it should be done. <laughs> that sounds fun. Doesn't it? Shit getting sexy. Oh wait, go this one. Yeah, that's in the way. Sorry. There we go. Ready? One, two, three. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>